Welcome, everyone. This is Eric Pennington with The Spirit of EQ, and welcome to The Spirit of EQ podcast. Today's episode is on forgiveness. Life is a journey. Spirit of EQ helps shape and guide the road ahead for individuals, leaders, teams, and organizations striving to realize their full potential through emotional intelligence. Spirit of EQ is a coaching and consulting company that assists individuals and businesses to reach their full potential by developing emotional intelligence. In business, managers and leaders recognize the value of training to develop leadership skills. What they may not realize is that those skills are far more effective when they pay attention to not only performance, but also to people. Emotional intelligence is a crucial skill because people drive performance and emotions drive people. Joining me as always is Jeff East with the Spirit of EQ. Hi, Jeff. How are you? Hi, Eric, and everyone listening. Jeff, this is not a topic that we've covered before, and I know when you brought it to my attention that we were going here, I thought, man, this is a heavy topic. But maybe I'm going to change my perspective a little bit and say maybe this is a needed topic. I know it's going to have some heaviness, but mm-hmm. it seems like, man, this this is a needed topic. So kind of talk a little bit about, and I know we're going to go through some steps. What got you thinking about this? Just uh – how polarized our country is right now. Um, and speaking of the United States. Yes, United States. Yeah. And I, I think there's a lot of it too. We're relying more on impersonal communication, you know, Zoom calls or whatever mm-hmm. thing you're using for that. It's easy to offend someone mm-hmm. and not know it because you're not in the same room. You can't read the body language. You might only hear their voice instead of an actual – Image, you know, actually seeing right, them, right. or you're you're on a Zoom call with twenty people, so you have the twenty little windows, you know, the Brady Bunch thing going on. You can't pay attention to everyone, right. so it's easy to offend someone. There are so many topics. Does the mask work for Corona? Does the mask not work? Mm-hmm. You know, just just all these things that I've thought about. You know, you're mentioning that I thought about this idea of the cancel culture. Mm-hmm. You know, which I think is so ironic, right? As that. If I'm going to cancel you for something you did, whether it would be to me or to someone else yesterday or 10 years ago, does that not imply that you got to look at some of the stuff I did? Because I mean, <laughs> yes. I, I'm alluding to the idea. I remember, you know, with Jesus, right? When he said, those without sin cast the first stone at the woman. And I'm thinking, we all got stuff. But yes. Anyway, that's we for all another do. show. Maybe. I'm yes, sorry. I think so. Uh, but c- keep going there. So And, th- and then, then I was also – I've mentioned this before. I've been heavily involved in the Kairos prison ministry here uh-huh. in, well, actually, it's worldwide, but here in Ohio. Yep. And we have not been able to have contact with, with the prisoners. So I was just thinking about that. But the reason I forgiveness came up is one of the main themes that we have during one of those weekends with the residents, the prisoners, mm-hmm. is about forgiveness. Yeah. And when those people, you know, the, the residents in the prisons can truly forgive different things, that's when their healing starts, that's when their change of heart starts, and it's important for us to remember that too. You know, we're not in a steel wall concrete prison, but, you know, we sometimes put ourselves in a prison because we're holding something in unforgiveness. Yeah. So the idea here um, 
And I know that as again as we start to look at steps, forgiveness is actually a process. Is it yeah, not? it's it's something that you have to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not just snap your fingers, but to truly forgive, you have to go through some some reflection of yourself. Uh, you know, we've used this term, or people are probably getting tired of hearing it, but some curiosity yes. about why you're holding something or someone in in uh, unforgiveness. And you know what's interesting. And I just discovered this, Jeff. Uh, tangent alert, audience. Um, curiosity. Ted Lasso. I don't know if you've watched that uh, show. It's on Apple TV, and there is a there's an area in that show where the main character is talking about curiosity versus judgment, mm-hmm. which again we've been talking about yes. a lot. And I had no idea that. A lot of that can be traced back to Walt Whitman and a poem about mm-hmm. be curious and not judgmental. So mm-hmm. I'm giving props to Uncle Walt right now. So <laughs> All right. anyway, keep uh, keep going there. But yeah, to, to, it's it's something that you have to actively do. Right, and uh, the curiosity is 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 kind of fuel for doing mm-hmm. that. Yeah, you you become curious. You have to look at is it really something that needs forgiven. Is it something that I need to dwell on or is it, you know, something that we really need that I really need to do to mm-hmm. actually do this because it is a serious issue. I'm not going to be able to continue down a path because I'm holding that, you know, and and blocking everything that is around it. It's interesting to me when you say that um because one of the things that I've learned from my wife is this idea that evidence of True remorse or um, true accountability once forgiveness has been granted is the changing of behavior. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's so profound because it really does put you in a position where sincerity and authenticity and, 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 and healing comes in the change of behavior. Um, I know a lot of people or a number of people would say that you know they've been in those situations where someone made a mistake. They ask for forgiveness, and they continue to repeat the same mistake. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's an issue, <laughs> and obviously that could be much deeper than you know what we're talking about. But um, I, I think that that's another part of the the forgiveness equation. Um, so, Jeff, if you're ready, let's yeah. uh, let's go ahead and jump into the the steps that you're talking about. Um, so, step one: acknowledge. Y- you have to actually identify what it is that that is nagging at you uh, exactly what it is that's causing you the pain you know what is causing me to feel this way mm. we're going right into one of our competencies you have to be able to to have some emotional literacy yeah i i am feeling this now let me explore it and why am i why did that hurt me what do you think the role is um, as it relates to self-honesty here? Because I, I think everyone has been in that position, right, where I was mad at Jeff for something he said, but I'm going to take it out on Brett. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's, that's you know, important. Do you know where I'm going? I mean, because you really – that's the issue is not Brett. The issue right. is Jeff. So therefore, should I not focus in on what went wrong with Jeff? Exactly. Yeah, you know, to make sure that – you are angry at the right thing. Right. Because, right. uh, you know, if, if I did something to you, Eric, and then you're taking it out on Brett, 
this is never going to get resolved between us because now mm. your focus is on Brett. And now now Brett probably needs to have some forgiveness for you. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. And you know what, Jeff? And it, this is getting me uh, thinking about about this idea about psychological safety, right? Mm-hmm. Some people might – who are listening to the program, the, the show – well, Eric, you know, I if, if I – Go to Jeff and tell him of what he did wrong. He's just going to dismiss it and he's going to walk away. So therefore, I'm pissed about it. And now Brett's asking me to send him an email, and I'm I'm going to just take it out on him. Like, why are you always asking me to send you emails? It's not my responsibility, even though I'm I'm miffed at you, but I was reluctant to go to you because I feel like you're not going to accept. You're not going to listen to me. I might not know that saying a certain phrase mm-hmm. is a hot button for you. Right. And I just say it in, in general conversation. I have no intent to make you angry, but something I said or or something I did triggered you. Mm-hmm. And if we're in that psych- psychologically safe area, you should be able to come to me and go, Jeff, when you said that, I have an issue with that. Yeah, because I guess where I'm going with that, um, for the audience is, and, and this is not magic, right? But do all you can and, and maybe even write it down. Who in your network, who in your circles provides you with a psychologically safe place that you can come to? Because it could mean, Jeff, yeah, you are going to be dismissive of my having an issue with you. But maybe if I pause and I go to Jim and say, Jim, because I know that you'll, it's safe to come to you with this. What do you think I should do? How do you think I should handle this situation? Mm-hmm. Versus saying, Jeff doesn't understand, so I'm going to take it out on someone else, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. That's exactly right. And that's the next step is considering, yeah. thinking about it, mm-hmm. taking some time to dig into it and find out those things. So what happens – I mean we've talked about this many times before, right? This idea that stuff that gets triggered in our emotional center, right? That amygdala. Mm-hmm. And, and Jeff, that person that says, Jeff, you don't understand. You, you didn't hear what he said to me. She said to me. And I – you know, you want me to wait? You want me to – so what does that look like? It, it looks like you say the thing that triggers me and mm-hmm. I instantly get mad. Right. And I never get beyond that. That That is now my state of being towards you. Mm-hmm. I am angry because you said this thing yep. or you you know didn't do this or whatever the thing is. And that's where it stays. It, it just stays there and mm-hmm. it – you know, it's like an ulcer. It just builds and builds and it just yep. keeps getting worse and worse. You're, but when you consider it, <laughs> this is where maybe some empathy comes in. Uh, self-empathy? Self-empathy or empathy for the other person. Mm-hmm. You know, Eric doesn't normally talk like that or act like that. Maybe he's having a bad day. So now I can look at that that situation from a different aspect. Well, he's never done that before. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and mm-hmm. I'm going – you know, it's hard to say this or to do it, but I'm going to move forward. Now, yeah. if you continue to do it, that's a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that, that is something that is a different situation that – you know, but it's the consideration, taking the time to go over it, to, to actually dig into it, 
And the other thing I think with the consideration is how did it really hurt you? You know, you borrowed my car and wrecked it. Mm-hmm. So that's a, a pain. Yep. Or like I said, you just said something in passing. Mm-hmm. What is the real pain in this? You know, it's interesting. And I was talking to an audience yesterday about uh, that Ted Lasso series, which I highly, highly recommend, um, audience. It, it's a fabulous show. Um, but it weaves in a lot of this idea of forgiveness and accountability. Mm-hmm. And the main character, um, and I'm going to butcher his last name probably, is Jason Sudeikis. Mm-hmm. Um, he... His character is continually like when he messes up, he always goes back to the person to say, hey, I, I shouldn't have done that. I should have done this. Will you forgive me? And it's just – and it's profound the way that they weave the, the lives of these characters in that way. Uh, and it was kind of unexpected. That's, I guess, maybe the big takeaway for me, this idea. But what you're saying about considering – because we might uncover that there's something else happening. Mm-hmm. Because I, I use that example that I'm mad at Jeff, but I take it out on Brett. The issue is not Brett. And if I take time to consider, might I be able to go, okay, wow, that was, that was, that was not the right thing to do. I need to make amends with Brett. And then I got to go to Jeff and say, hey, the real issue is, is that you did this or you said this or whatever. Is that kind of where you're going with that? Yeah. Or this consideration might be, you know, it really wasn't what Jeff did. It might Mm. be because I did not have a good interaction at home this morning. Right. Meaning that maybe potentially I was overly sensitive Mm -hmm. or I – you said something that related to what maybe happened this morning and therefore it made me angry. And that's the consideration. And it it sounds like we're talking about a ton of time you're going to have to sit and take notes and – Yeah, that's that's great that you're bringing that up. It's not. It's – Think it through quickly. You know, just just take that step back yeah. and and look at it honestly. Yeah, because we need to remember that our brains, uh, in in addition to how we're made in general, mm-hmm. uh, is very well equipped to move at a fairly good clip, mm-hmm. right? And so so it's not like we're recommending you got to go sit and meditate for an hour right. before you can do anything. And our second most used word is practice. Yeah. Do some that, that's, you know that, you know Jeff, and I know we're focusing on forgiveness, but you just hit something, and and I think that it really does apply here. That idea that the more effort I put into learning these arts, mm-hmm. the better I'm going to be able to quickly go. Okay, wait a minute, is it Jeff, or did something happen this morning? Yes, something did happen this morning. Did Jeff really say that? I mean, did he like? No, he really didn't. You know what? I need to back off here. I need to address the issue that is at home or in the office or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Next step, accept. Step three. You know, one of the things I think is important is the first thing to think is I can't change that that happened. What happened happened. But so you have to accept that. You know, no matter how much I forgive, no matter how much I get angry at that person, mm-hmm. don't forgive that whatever that incident is still happened. Mm-hmm. It's not going to change. 
me being angry because someone's done something to me, that is not going to change the situation. It's not going – me being angry at that person is not going to change them. Mm-hmm. It's not going to make them better. It's not going to have them make up for the mistake. So why why is that important, would you say? Because uh, it's a waste of time and emotional energy to be angry at that person. You know, you're, you're – you know, you know, we say beating your head against the wall. That's what you're doing. You, know, you mean most, as far as looking at the event and thinking about all the different ways it should have gone or yes, could have gone and all that? that. Do, it does no good. Okay. It, it's, all it does is just – it gives it momentum when you do that. Which is the problem with revisionist history, right? The uh-huh. idea that if I could just go back in time and, and I, I'll never forget there was once I had a conversation with my wife about, you know, we were we were talking about something that happened like 10 years ago and we were both kind of waxing about, well, you know, if we would have done this and then we could have called this person and then we realized that's foolishness because – you don't even know if you would have had the opportunity to do X, Y, or Z in the past mm-hmm. after the event. There's just you, – you, you can't know. So. Yeah, and it's – yeah, you just can't change it, you know, if – all the ifs, if, if, if. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's just yeah. the way it is. So what um, – I mean, easy for us to say on a podcast episode that, you know, you, you need to accept it. What if I have a hard time accepting it? I'm, I'm still finding myself – Lamenting what happened, um, replaying what happened. It it might tell you a couple of things. One that might be telling you, maybe you need to distance yourself from it, mm-hmm. time wise, or you might need to distance yourself from that person. Yeah, and and you know what, Jeff, I I think about what you said there, and and I I learned this from multiple people. Most recently, um, a really good friend of mine, uh, Rick Williams, uh, who happens to be a pastor. And he he drew this uh, analogy about that forgiveness can be immediate, trust and forgetting is not, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Right. It, it's you can't like we just said you cannot re, uh, uh, erase that situation. Yeah. You know our minds our minds don't work that way. It's still going to be there, but if you've done true forgiveness, it's still there. But it's not that that a stumbling point, right. that that thing that is going to continue to eat at you. Okay, Jeff. So m- maybe we can touch on it in this particular step because uh, I do want to explore trust a little bit okay. or repairing trust, which might be another step when you talk about repair. Right. But I'm not going to get ahead of myself. Okay. So the next step is determine. This is where you determine whether you're going to forgive or not. Hmm. You, it might be a situation you just can't forgive. It's it's wow. hurt you so badly, and it's it might not be the right thing to do. I've heard so many times about you know you should always forgive, you should always forgive, always forgive. Can you unwrap that a little more? Are you saying that it's okay to not forgive somebody at some point? I think there are times are if someone has hurt you so badly. That no matter what you do, that is just that relationship is so destroyed, or you know, you've mentioned trust, so untrustworthy now, that it's maybe best you just move ahead, move along with your life. Uh, if if at all possible, that person may need to absence themselves. Since we are the 
quintessential um, creative show here. Uh, two artists. I'm going to go at it from a different angle. Okay. Um, could it be that you can forgive in every situation and not trust again? Right. Exactly. Because uh, I, I guess I think about that, Jeff, and, and, and again, I know we're, not, we're certainly not going down the path of clinician, and we're certainly not going to go through all the different scenarios, but I know from my own experiences, and, and I've got a specific family member in my head right now, and I, it took me a long time to get to a place, I mean, maybe way too long, to where I could say, I, I forgive them, right? But if you ask me today, do you trust them? No, I don't. And 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 considering the amount of time that has passed and the amount of time that potentially is left, I probably never will trust them again. Okay. I'm not You've got a 3-year-old. Yep. They constantly get in the cookie jar. Yeah. You get angry with them. Then you think, well, they're a 3-year-old. Okay, so I forgive them. Yeah. Are you going to leave that cookie jar where they can le- uh, reach it? Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, you're going to put that cookie jar up yeah, on the top yeah, shelf. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're you you you're taking good action uh, to, to to do that, and I, I guess that's why, from an audience perspective, um, and and this is Jeff. This is not me saying you're wrong and I'm right. I I think everybody's got to come to their own conclusions, and we always have believed mm-hmm. that in our show. Uh, this is not us preaching and telling you how to live your life. We're giving you information for you to begin the steps of exploration. So with that, I am a firm believer that every person, every situation should be – you should work toward forgiveness. Some of that is rooted in it's the right thing to do, but – and maybe in this is the best kind of selfishness. It frees me. It mm-hmm. takes – away from me this burden uh, that bitterness and unforgiveness uh, leaves behind. Uh, But again, I want to stress to you, I don't believe – trust has to be earned back. Mm -hmm. And depending on what happened, it may take a long time for trust to be earned back, if at all, if it can be. And then this idea of forgetting is the same deal. I mean, you're a human being. You're you're not going to be able to tell your brain that Hey, erase April seventeenth, nineteen ninety eight. It's not. It, it yeah. doesn't work that way. I think we're, we'll get a little bit deeper into that in yeah. a couple. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's look at repair. I, I think the thing to remember there is the relationship will probably never go back to what it was. Okay. It's not gonna. It's not going to be exactly the same. Um, if you wreck, you know, you somebody hits your car and mm-hmm. knocks the fender in, it's never that car is never going to be the same because there was some repair done to it. Right, right. you had to fix it. Right. So it's the same way with the relationship. If you get into an emotional fender bender of some sort, it's going to be repaired. Yeah, it's not going to be the same. You know, no matter what, you know, in your mind, that car that had repair is never the same as before. So is that a bad thing? It's just what it is. Mm. It, but it's you got to remember that that now that this has happened, you know there was some damage of some sort that had to be done. Yeah, and it's it's not the same as it was before. It probably never can be. And I asked that question too, Jeff, because um, there's some out there who might say, 
well, if it can never be the same again, then maybe I should just leave or maybe I should just give up on it because it can't be good again. But I want to kind of point out, and you, you, you may allude to some of this, I've been married for soon to be 30 years. I know you've been married for quite some quite some time too. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of fender benders in there. Oh, yes. <laughs> right? There's a lot of dents that had to be repaired, right? And I guess I think about that and go, that's with everything in life. It's the imperfect life that is called living. None of my relationships, zero relationships are without some level of repair. Some damage was done and it needed to be repaired. Well, well here's the thing. That repair might be stronger than the original. Ah, so like where you're going. So this new relationship might be stronger because you've developed some communication that you maybe didn't have. There's a there's now a safe way that you've already established. If somebody bangs into your fender, they know that now they can come to you and say, "Hey, you know, you've got." So that's a stronger relationship. You know, it's interesting, and you use that example. I, I, I never forget once hearing a story of a um, of a vineyard owner and uh, about pruning. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess in this particular region of the world, and maybe it's in all of them, they were very aggressive in their pruning, mm-hmm. so much so that it looked like they had almost literally destroyed the vineyard pruning. Mm-hmm. And I never forget reading this, and this person was – fairly didn't have a lot of knowledge of farming. Um, so they thought you're destroying your vineyard. Why would you do that? I mean, it, you know, your, your, your harvest, your, the grapes, blah, blah, blah. And this vineyard owner just said, oh my gosh, you just don't know how much, how much greater it's going to be now that we've done this. Mm-hmm. It doesn't show up right now, but just you wait. And of course, cycle of time. Yeah. And that that's when you prune away, you know, when we – like you and I have some kind of a situation and we, yeah. we resolve it yeah. and prune that away. That just gives a bigger chance for more growth in yeah. our relationship. I, I find it interesting too just in the current frame, you know, my, my daughter and I had come through a bit of a storm and she, she said that, you know, she's come into the understanding that her parents are flawed. Now, I'm sitting there almost wanting to laugh (laughs) because I wanted to say to her, you better believe it. I've been flawed since the day you were born, honey, and before. It's a part of the whole deal. Yes. And I remember saying to her, that's why I talk so much about grace. Mm -hmm. I need grace. Which is just another word for forgiveness. Ah, now, those of you out there in the audience think that we planned that, that I just planted that seed and then Jeff comes in and – but you know what? That's not the case. No. That's how creative Jeff is. But that's a great one, man. That's a great one. So the next step, learn. This is one of the hardest ones to, to think about with forgiveness. Forgiveness is more for you than the person you're forgiving because – if you truly forgive someone, they may not accept it. Mm-hmm. You can't accept a change in their behavior. You can't ex- expect that to happen. Yep. The forgiveness is about you. If someone has done something to you and you don't forgive them and you keep hanging on to that, mm-hmm. that's going to be something that is just burning away at you and eating at you. And 
you just can't move ahead. Mm-hmm. So you need to forgive. I, I've seen several examples. I can remember watching uh, this uh, um, older man and his daughter had been murdered. And he was doing the impact statement that they're allowed to do in court. And he forgave the person that did it because, one, he said that's what his faith said. But he says, more importantly, I will not be able to continue my life and honor his daughter's memory if I don't forgive you and move on. If you don't forgive, you can't move on. Yeah. But just remember, don't expect something from the other person. If if everything, you know, everybody hugs and you know they're crying for happiness, great. But more than likely that won't happen. So that the, also can apply to those who have passed on, right? Right. If there's someone that has harmed you in the, you know, like you said a family member maybe that mm-hmm. you know caused lots of problems for your family, it's okay to forgive them. Make amends. That's actually, I think, one of the things they talk about in AA that you can make amends to somebody that's that's you know, I like said that's died, and when you do that, that's just taking away that little bit of yeah. anger, hatred that's locking you up. Yep, yep. All right. So uh, last step is to actually do the forgiveness. Mm-hmm. You know, do whatever it needs to be if it's. Just whatever that step is for you, I, I really can't tell you exactly what it is, but there's one other kind of forgiveness I want to talk about okay. before we get done. Yeah. Is have you ever thought about forgiving yourself? Mm. You know, you've you've done something wrong, whether it harmed somebody or caused yourself harm. Remember that these forgiveness things all work for you too. You you can so do can we apply these steps to ourselves then? Yeah. Right. You know, it sounds silly to do that, but you know you might need to repair the relationship with yourself. Yeah, because you know you've done something, and all you can think about, oh, I'm stupid, I, you know, whatever it is. You know, just all those steps can be applied to yourself. Uh, like I started talking out uh, at the beginning about my experience in the prison ministry, where mm-hmm. yeah. forgiveness is a big thing. The first step that we work with the the residents in the prison is forgiveness of self. Yeah. That's the first one we do because if you can learn to forgive yourself, that's going to make it much easier to forgive others. So, Jeff, I you got me thinking about this idea of um, the forgiveness of self, and and this is on a it's not as deep an area, but you know I'll talk about this with some of our clients. Mm-hmm. You know, it's this idea, and I learned it from a good friend of mine who told me that he always starts off any new customer interaction when they first are being on on board. And he says, one thing I can guarantee you that's going to happen, I'm going to make a mistake and maybe more. Mm -hmm. And we've gotten in this place, and and I think it's our culture here, where everything is about who won, who lost. Right. How much do you have versus how much I have? And it's this comparison and competition and how many degrees do you have and how much blah, 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 blah. And it gives people this false illusion that the more that you accumulate, whether that's letters or money or positions or whatever, the more perfect you become. (laughs) But I just want to settle this like right out. Look around you 
And yes, this includes Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. I know the patron saint of all things right. these days, but uh, which, by the way, I don't get. I mean, <laughs> he, he was in computer technology. How is it he can have so much knowledge about all this other stuff? But anyway, maybe yeah. that's for another podcast. Right. Anyway, um, so uh, we were on a, a group call and I said, you know, relax. I've already made 10 mistakes today. And I, there's, a, there's a chance I might make 20. Therefore, again, the importance of grace from you mm-hmm. and grace to myself. Right. I think, I think that is the biggest thing we miss when we talk about forgiveness is Man. to realize it's okay to be human. Yeah. Because no matter what, you are human. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's the only thing you got. I mean, there's not going to be any advancements based on – getting to some level of perfection. I think that's that part, man. I mean, I know you, you did a great job at alluding to forgiveness and grace, you know, is the same. And I think if we could maybe focus more in on that. And, and again, I get it. There's some people who think they can sort of play the game of, oh, I messed up. All I have to do is say I'm sorry. But it's kind of going to go back to my wife's analogy about watch the change in behavior. Mm-hmm. Change in behavior is evidence of somebody who's truly sorry. Mm-hmm. It really exactly. is. Exactly. Right? And again, I don't want to make it seem like, well, they should never, ever make that mistake again. But everybody knows there's a difference between a, t- a trend and an isolated incident. And, and that's, you know, you mentioned trust a couple of times. That's when you can start trusting that person again, yeah. where you see them actually making an effort. Yeah. And then if they, if they backslide mm-hmm. again, that's going to make it a little bit different story because now you can go, you did it, you know, yeah. not in a non-judgmental way, but just if you've got that relationship, yeah. you know, let them know that, you know, you did it again. Yeah. Yeah. So, because, you know, and I, I, I sometimes think, and Jeff, maybe this will be for another podcast episode because I know we're running out of time. You know, this idea about true intimacy creates a motivation that's lasting and authentic. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, if, if I have true intimacy with a friend, with my spouse, with my parents or whatever it may be, I want to do everything I can to make that relationship healthy mm-hmm. because I'm motivated by the intimacy versus the other way around where we start thinking of it in terms of, well, I'm supposed to do this because this is what a good husband does, or I'm supposed to do this because this is what a good friend would do. I mean, that only behavior modification only works for so long. I don't think we realize the value of a truly emotionally intimate, and this is not a sexual thing right. or anything, but a truly emo, uh, um, in, emotionally intimate relationship, how value that is, yeah. or the value that that has. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's great. Well, everyone, we appreciate you tuning in today to the podcast, and we look forward to uh, being with you again soon. Take care. Hi, everyone. This is Eric Pennington with The Spirit of EQ. I'm not introducing a new episode today. I'm here to tell you some things that might help you. Jeff, you're with me as always. So how do people get in touch with us? Well, the best way is just send us an email at info at spiritofeq.com. That's awesome. Jeff, I was also thinking about reviews, and I'm notoriously bad at asking for them, so 
reviews on all of the platforms wherever you get your podcasts. Yes. You think that'd be good? I think that would be great because one, that will help us learn how to make better ones. And it's always good for us. So to we're, hear. we're not the perfect podcast host. We're close. Okay. All but, right. But, but not, still, not totally. We want perfect. your feedback. We want your feedback. But it it also might uh, let us know a new subject. Hey, we need to dig deeper into that. Yeah. So let us know what you think. Cool. We really appreciate that. As always, too, there is social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, and we also have a YouTube channel. Those also have mechanisms or, or options for you to be able to leave a comment, a like, or those kind of things. Just want to make sure that you know how to get in touch with us. Right, Jeff? Right. We appreciate you all. Thank you. Hi, everyone. This is Eric Pennington with The Spirit of EQ. I'm not introducing a new episode today. I'm here to tell you some things that might help you. Jeff, you're with me as always. So how do people get in touch with us? Well, the best way is just send us an email at info at spiritofeq.com. That's awesome. Jeff, I was also thinking about reviews, and I'm notoriously bad at asking for them, so... Reviews on all of the platforms, wherever you get your podcasts. Yes. Do you think that'd be good? I think that would be great because, one, that will help us learn how to make better ones. And it's always good for us. So to we're, hear. we're not the perfect podcast host. We're close. Okay. All but, right. But, but not, still, not totally we want perfect. your feedback. We want your feedback. But it'll, it also might uh, let us know a new subject. Hey, we need to dig deeper into that. Yeah. So let us know what you think. Cool. We really appreciate that. As always, too, there is social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, and we also have a YouTube channel. Those also have mechanisms or or options for you to be able to leave a comment, a like, or those kind of things. Just want to make sure that you know how to get in touch with us. Right, Jeff? Right. We appreciate you all. Thank you. Once again, we really appreciate you tuning in today. One of the things that Jeff and I want to bring to your attention as well is that when we created this podcast, it was not intended to take the place of a clinician. In other words, if you find yourself in a place where there's something deeper going on or something that you cannot solve on your own, we do recommend that you reach out to a clinician of some sort. This podcast is purely opinion-based and it is rooted in the desire to help you along your path in whatever way we can. However, it is never going to replace, nor should it ever be looked at as a replacement for clinical help in any way. Thanks again for tuning in.